leave me be. All right, have fun. La da 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 da. What's up, rise and shine, bitches? Welcome to just a quick pinch. I'm your substitute teacher, Jimmy Hanshaw. That's right. As promised, I am taking over just a quick pinch this week. Uh, as you guys know, Connie is studying for her board exams right now, and she is uh, stressed, to you know, put it lightly. Um, and you know, we got a lot of other exciting things to talk to you about today. Uh, first and foremost is that Connie and I both have finally come down with COVID. Yeah, we were careful for two whole years, but you know, then all of a sudden, April 2022, our time came to get that Covey Wovey. Um, so you can call us Connie COVID and Jimmy Ronas, and uh, we'll be here well all week because we now have to quarantine. Um, thankfully, we're not. You know, Connie was pretty sick a couple days ago. Um, I've just kind of had a nagging sore throat. Hasn't been too much of a problem. Oh yeah, so it's the hot girl huddle time, uh, everyone. Uh, um, and so, you know, I'm not a big horoscope guy. Um, so instead of, you know, the healthcare horoscopes, uh, you know, I thought this would be a nice time to, you know, chat, uh, with the boys, if there's any boys listening to the podcast. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm not really a sports kind of guy, uh, just so you guys know. Um, but I do really like video games. I like a lot of nerdy stuff, uh, as, you know, a lot of you know from Instagram and, uh, listening to the podcast, I have uh, you know quite a large Power Ranger collection, and we'll definitely talk a little bit about that later. Um, but uh, you know, I think probably the most important thing to get to uh, that Connie really, really wants me to talk about uh, is the question and answer portion. It's kind of like we're bringing back you asked, uh, I answered, but it's really Connie asked and Jimmy answered. Editing Connie here, just clearing up some facts. Um, you guys actually submitted these questions on my Instagram page, so thank you so much to everyone that participated. Okay, um, this one this is a little dark to start things off, but this is the order she asked me to answer these questions in. If uh, your apartment was burning, would you save Connie or your Power Ranger collection? And I gotta say, when I first heard this question, I did have to think about it, but we have renter's insurance. Uh, and Connie and I aren't married yet, so if she dies, I don't really get any money out of it. But I, I think, uh, you know, certainly I would save Connie, of course. Uh, the Power Ranger stuff is somewhat replaceable. Okay, so people were curious, you know, my first impression of Connie, story of how we met. Connie and I met when she was a freshman and I was a junior. Uh, we met at a, like, tiki, uh, like, frat party. Uh, in our, you know, pharmacy program. Uh, you know, little known fact, uh, pharmacists party pretty hard and we love theme parties. Um, so we met there. Uh, my younger brother, Jack, actually introduced us. Um, and I think I, you know, I met her, but she had a boyfriend at the time. So, I, you know, it wasn't something I was actively pursuing, but I remember thinking she was you know, pretty cool. Uh, and then the very next day, we actually uh, happened to be in a group of people that was going to a 21 Pilots concert. Um, but so, uh, you know, Connie and her then boyfriend were uh, coming in the same car as us. We were all driving my dad's Astro van, um, which looks like just the type of van you want to, uh, you know, pile a bunch of people in. And, uh, you know, people definitely were worried we were going to kidnap them. But uh, the funny thing was that Connie 
despite not knowing me except for, you know, maybe for like five minutes we talked the night before, she called shotgun. Um, she claims that it's because she didn't know I was driving. Uh, but I'm pretty sure she knew I was driving the whole time. Editing Connie here. Okay, I really have to set the facts straight. I really didn't know that Jimmy was driving the car. Like, I literally didn't even, like, know him. I talked to him maybe for two minutes the night before. I thought my friend Grace was driving the car. And it was me, Grace, and a bunch of other, like, upperclassmen, I guess. I don't know. So I was, like, nervous I wouldn't know people. So then I was like, okay, well, if my friend Grace is driving the car, then I'll just sit shotgun with her and then I won't feel awkward. And then I played myself and it ended up being Jimmy. Uh, and that's when I, the first thing I learned about Connie was that she is terrible at giving directions. She was a terrible co-pilot. I learned very quickly I can't rely on her for any of those types of, uh, you know, duties in the car. And then, so, you know, we had this great time. Like, we both, like, kind of learned, like, you know, we you know, got to know each other a little bit on this car ride. Um, and obviously, like, I didn't, you know, try to make any moves or anything because she had a boyfriend, but... Uh, then, you know, we got back from this, uh, you know, 21 Pilots concert. It was close to the summertime. Uh, and over the summer, she actually happened to visit my brother Jack. Um, uh, you know, Connie is, uh, was freshman year roommates with my brother's now fiance, Layla. Um, so, yeah, we have a very fun little family tree going on already. Uh, but she visited Jack and I, I was around. I hung out with them for a little bit. Um, so we got to talk a little bit more, and at that point, she didn't have the boyfriend. Uh, you know, nothing happened on that trip. Uh, you know, it's, it's my brother's friend. It's a little, you know, a little. It's kind of a weird line to cross. Uh, uh, and then, you know, perfect love story from there. Uh, she was a sophomore, I was a senior, and we met at a gym bros and yoga hose party. Uh, we were both yoga hose that night, um, and you know, we ended up uh, hanging out. Most of the night, uh, we went for a little walk on the beach, uh, and, you know, my brother actually set it up, because he kind of came up to me, he's like, oh, like, Connie's interested in you, and I, I'm the kind of guy that I just kind of need a, I want a guarantee before I, uh, do anything that might embarrass, uh, myself, uh, so once I had the green light, I was like, all right, this sounds fun. And so, you know, le you know, that leads me into our next question, which is, uh, oh, like, when is the ring happening? And... You know, guys, I think that's, that's a pretty fair question. Um, you know, for a little bit, um, someone uh, didn't really want a ring quite yet. Okay, editing Connie here. I feel the need to explain. It's not that I didn't ever want a ring from him. It's just that, like, I don't know. I feel like I'm the kind of person where, like, like I always wanted to make sure that my life was set and, like, my all my ducks were in a row, you know, before I started actually living life and getting married. Um, so I used to think like, oh, well, if I know that I want to spend the rest of my life with Jimmy, then like, what's the rush? I might as well just get married and engaged and all that after dental school. And then like somewhere along the line this year, I was kind of just like, eh, like there's something's always going to come up. Like living my life is more important than like the, all the career things. And like, I honestly, I can't even give you like a reason why I started to think this. I just went from being like, oh, if I have the rest of my life, then like, what's the rush to being like, oh, if I know that I want to marry him, then like, what am I waiting for? You know? So yeah, now I'm just uh, on the ring hunt. Um, but they, they've come around to the idea, and we're definitely in, uh, in search of uh, different gemstones and such. Uh, it'll probably take a little bit more time before we actually get to uh, you know, the purchase and the engagement, uh, but it's definitely something that I can uh, you know, definitely promise is coming in most likely 2022. Um, 
So it's it's soon, and get ready for all the exciting content that comes with that. Did you guys hear that? 2022? Oh my gosh, that's like coming up. You guys are listening to like my live reaction of this. What does Connie do that drives me bananas? Uh, well, uh, I'd say the main thing is that she leaves a lot of like, just like little pieces of trash strewn about. Like, you know, like the little like plastic like lids you might need to take off of like a new thing of mayonnaise or um, like a jar of peanut butter. Um, or maybe, you know, like a bag of granola that just kind of has the dust in it. She loves just, like, leaving that around. Um, and I kind of just follow her around and tidy up after her a lot of the time. Um, I, you know, I'm definitely not the cleanest person either. But uh, between the two of us, I definitely am the one keeping the home in order. Uh, which is why I'm eventually going to be a stay-at-home dad. You know, I think normally editing Connie would make an objection. But no, he's right. I'm, like, a really messy person, so... I'm more than happy for him to uh, be my stay-at-home dad. And, oh, so people also want to know a day in the life of a pharmacist. Uh, so I work at a uh, standalone psychiatric facility uh, as an inpatient clinical pharmacist. Um, I work uh, specifically in a unit that works with patients that have uh, psychotic and mood disorders such as schizophrenia and bipolar disorder. Um, so most of, the, most of the time I'm working with very acute patients, off and on, you know, what they probably are self-describing as like one of the worst days of their life. Um, so it's a very interesting uh, and, you know, kind of rewarding field to be working in. Uh, and, you know, you might be wondering, you know, how that kind of, you know, what that role kind of looks like. Um, so as a clinical pharmacist, I round on, um, you know, the different rounding teams that are on the unit. I discuss the patient cases with the doctors and social workers, nurses, and uh, we're also a teaching hospital, so residents that uh, are coming through, uh, and we make sure that we're, you know, trying to optimize their pharmacotherapy. Uh, and to do this, I needed to do uh, two extra years of residency after graduation. I did a first-year residency up at the VA hospital in Augusta, Maine, and then a second-year residency specializing in psychiatry. Uh, at the Boston VA before jo joining my current facility. Um, so it's, you know, definitely was a time intensive track, uh, but it's very interesting. It's a pretty rewarding field to be working in. Uh, I'm also currently, uh, you know, so, you know, I do my uh, inpatient rounding work in the morning and then in the afternoon, uh, you know, the other pharmacists and I all work on different projects. Uh, you know, for instance, I'm working on uh, kind of expanding our outpatient presence and starting kind of more ambulatory pharmacy services, such as long-acting injectable uh, injection services, uh, and setting up collaborative practice agreements with some of our prescribers so that we can uh, do a little bit more and kind of, you know, work in more of a provider capacity versus a consultant providing recommendations. Um, so that's all you know, pretty exciting stuff. I'm also currently our IT guy for the pharmacy, uh, which is exhilarating stuff. And people want to know, you know, my perfect date versus Connie's. Uh, so I can already tell you that the day of the week is going to be different for us. I think for me, I, I like a good date on a Saturday. I kind of like, I know like daytime dates are sometimes like not like romantic enough. But I think like a daytime, like, you know, walk somewhere, maybe like stopping a couple different places to grab a drink, um, getting lunch somewhere, like maybe like even just getting, you know, getting like really good takeout and like eating, you know, a nice sandwich on a park bench somewhere in the city. 
um, and then maybe go home, uh, you know, make some kind of baked good and watch a movie and uh, then call it a night. Uh, and I think Connie's might be you know, fairly similar. Connie's much more into going out to eat. She likes that sit-down restaurant experience. Uh, and I think part of that is that I'm usually the one paying, uh, but uh, not for long. I think that's enough for questions for now. Uh, I want to get over to Spit Talk. Um, so, you know, Spit Talk, uh, you know, we're back to Spit Talk. No more shit talk. Uh, Ellie is, uh, you know, finally doing a little bit better. Um, you know, the poop update, you know, still a little loose, some unformed stool, but not too bad. Um, you know, if we're looking on a Bristol stool chart, we're, we're getting into the lower number. Uh, Connie and I both have COVID. Connie has already been through the worst of her symptoms. When Connie got sick, the first day she was, uh, you know, still trying to, you know, kind of study and do some things. Um, she was helping, like, unload the dishwasher. Um, and I realized she was sick when I went to go, like, grab a dish out. And I realized half the dishes that were in there were visibly, like, very dirty inside still. Um, and it was because Connie had been putting them away under this kind of like COVID induced fugue state. Um, so she probably unloaded like half of a load of em dirty dishes back onto the shelf. So Connie is, you know, interesting. So she obviously works in healthcare, uh, but uh, she doesn't like taking medications um, if she doesn't have to. So if she's willingly wanting to take a medication and seeking it out, that's when you know it's serious. She can be a bit of a drama queen. She's a bit of a hypochondriac. So sometimes we definitely know when she's sick. Uh, or, you know, we know when she's kind of embellishing a little bit. But this time I knew it was serious because she was like, go get me the NyQuil under the sink in this random bag. Uh, she's like, I don't think it's in date anymore. It might have expired in 2020. But um, I think I think it's worth taking right now. And I was like, okay. Like, and I was like, I think I have like, unexpired dayquil here too if you'd rather not risk dying okay so we're, we're getting on to the main part of the episode uh but first uh you know i figured i needed a guest editing connie here i just have to apologize for the sound quality um if it sounds like jimmy's i don't even know what it sounds like it's because jimmy recorded this on a bean bag so now the audio sounds so blurry sorry um so my guest is little miss ellie over here hi ellie Hi, Dad. Hi, this is Ellie. Uh, my name's Ellie the Alien. And uh, you see, almost a year ago, I was adopted by these oafs. For the main part of the episode, uh, today I want to kind of just give people some, like, simple financial tips. Um, so one thing that I like to do on Sundays, uh, today's Sunday, is I like to go onto my budgeting app of choice um i use mint obviously we're not sponsored by mint or anything here uh but they're a good place to aggregate all of your financial information you can link accounts to it so it can keep track of all your transactions and allow for you to set budgets and savings goals and all sorts of other things um, so I, I usually log in there sometime on Sunday. I review all my transactions. I recategorize things uh, to make sure that we're staying on track. Um, and I think that's an important thing to think about. Um, one, one thing I want to tell people is think about what kind of bank accounts you're using. Um, you know, there's a lot of different reasons you might be with a certain bank often it might just be that that is the bank your family used that's the bank that's closest to you 
um, that's going to be most accessible for you to get your money. Um, and, you know, a lot of people are still with brick-and-mortar banks, but there's a ton of online banks now that offer a lot a lot of things that uh, the brick-and-mortar banks don't seem to offer. Uh, and the only problem is, yeah, they don't have their own ATMs. You might have to, like, you know, pay an ATM fee here or there to get, get your money. But in return, you're going to actually maybe get interest rates on, like, in, even your, uh, you know, checking account might be able to earn interest if you're with the right bank. Uh, you know, for instance, I was with a particular bank because I had a student loan with them. I refinanced the student loan. I no longer needed to be with that bank uh, to get a reduced interest rate. So I moved all my money to a different account that is going to at least give me, you know, 1%. It's giving me a full 1.00% interest uh, or APR. Um, and then it even has a, uh, auto save feature of, you know, it'll take 10% of your paycheck each week and it puts into a special savings account that actually has 3.00 APR percent interest. So that is, uh, you know, far better than the kind of market average right now. Interest rates are starting to go back up obviously, but, um, you know, the, you know, we're getting, you know, I'm getting much better rates than I was my long-term savings account that I had my engagement ring fund in, uh, I was getting 0.50% on that particular uh, account. And now I'm getting, you know, one per, uh, you know, I doubled, doubled my interest. So I was getting like, you know, six bucks a month uh, with what was in there before. Now I'm going to get like 10, you know, 10 to 12, uh, depending on how much I take out once I spent that on the ring. Um, and this is a much better place for my money to be parked while student loans are still in forbearance status. So I have one of, I have one student loan I have to be paying on, but my student loans that are you know for the federal government, I don't have to make payments right now. I've, I've been saving a big lump sum to make a you know, kind of bigger payment when they restart. They keep getting pushed back. Um, so I've been holding on to it. Um, but you know while your interest isn't accruing, it's a good time to, focus uh you know your kind of you know financial powers on tackling some of that debt because if you can get rid of some of the debt before interest starts accruing again you're actually going to save yourself money on interest in the long run as well uh and maybe be able to pay off that loan sooner uh one method that i had been using for a really long time that i think gives good psychological motivation is this thing called the debt snowball uh, and that's where your goal is to get rid of all of your debt so consumer debt auto debt uh, student loan debt, uh, all that. So you line up all your loans in order smallest to largest. You pay the minimum payment on anything but the smallest loan, and then you just attack that tiny loan until it's gone. Once that loan's gone, you do that to the next one. And then this kind of allows you to snowball your money. You're, you, know, you get used to paying the same amount, but you're applying it in a different way. You're actually spending down that money faster. Um, and another way to do it is there's a thing called the debt avalanche. And then that one, you're supposed to pay the big, big loans off first, the ones that are going to accrue the most interest. And then eventually you'll have enough money to you know pay down those smaller ones and you'll save more money in the long run. So that one makes more sense for the logistical person. Uh, and the other one's going to make more sense if you need a little additional motivation to keep yourself on track. Because that lifestyle creep is real around here, guys. I don't know what it is, but every spring I'm itching for a Stitch Fix box. So I think that's enough financial tips for me. Um, I am going to get back to some Q&A. Uh, this part's going to be a little bit more for the boys and uh, you know my nerdy 
girls. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, my Power Ranger collection. So I was born in 1993, uh, which is actually the same year that Mighty Morphin Power Rangers first aired in the United States. So obviously I was zero years old, so I couldn't watch that original season. But I was there for the early days, or as we call them now, the Zordon era. You know, around the end of college, when I was starting to get a little bit more expendable income, I had my job, or, you know, my residency program lined up. Um, I was looking online and I saw that there was a new uh, Power Ranger Megazord that had been released. So I looked at it and I was like, oh, that looks pretty cool. It had like, it was like a redone version of the original. Um, so I bought that and then I did some research. I realized that there's this whole collection that's called the Legacy Collection that they started making. So I ended up collecting a good handful of those. I spent, you know, a couple, maybe, you know, a thousand, two thousand dollars over the course of like two years uh, on these uh, different Megazords and figures. And then uh, Bandai of America actually lost the license to Power Rangers. After that, Hasbro actually picked it up and then they started a new line called the Lightning Collection. At this point, I was in too deep had to keep going, uh, much to uh, you know, Connie's dismay um, that all this money I could have spent on sushi was spent on Power Rangers. With that, we're going to call it a day. There are some questions we didn't get to, so there's definitely going to be another round of those. Um, but for now, uh, have a good day, bitches.